0: This is Episode 5, The Many Wounds of Gwen Miller. Please be advised, this episode contains themes of manipulation, gaslighting, and some tension-building sound effects.
1: crowded bar, packed with 20 and 30-somethings ready to wind down from the long work week and gear up for these weekend nights, is about to gain two additional patrons, sisters Gwen and Erin Miller. They both have the same goals, with one sister able to accomplish them via charisma and personality. As for the other, Gwen can get whatever she wants, provided she utilizes a peculiar power she may have picked up from Dark Valley.
2: Gwen, what are you having? I got the first round tonight. Thanks. I'll have a lager, whatever seasonal one they've got on tap. You bet. I suppose I should introduce myself. I'm Gwen Miller. I'm 31, and I'm single and tired of that. That's my 24-year-old sister, Erin, at the bar. She's a great kid. One of those younger siblings that kind of makes you question how she figured out certain things faster than you. Life seemed to come easy for her. It's like she's got a magnetic pull on people. I mean, she's really cute, but I'm cute too, and that's not enough for me. We could be talking to the exact same guy tonight and he'd be intimidated by me and interested in her. It's so frustrating. The way I see it, I've only got one thing on Aaron right now. I've got a better job, but I'm not the jealous type. I'm a generous person.
3: Hey, so I've never heard of this beer before, but the bartender said it's the seasonal one. It's got pumpkin and caramel stuff in it. That's perfect,
2: Aaron. Thank you. So, is Paul meeting us here tonight or what? Uh, no. He's not coming. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he... We're not together anymore.
3: Aw, that's too bad. He seemed nice, I'm sorry. What
2: happened? I'm not sure. He stopped returning my messages. Oh. Oh. Well, that makes sense. What's that supposed to mean?
3: Nothing! It's... Well, he wouldn't have been able to break up with you in person, so... It only makes sense that it happened when you guys were apart.
2: Erin, I'm not like that anymore. I know! That's wrong, and it's so uncomfortable.
3: Making them stay? Yeah, I can only imagine. Did they even... Like... Were they all there?
2: I don't really want to talk about it, okay, Aaron. It's weird and it's only a temporary fix, and I'd prefer to limit my persuasion to cases where I can do some good. Like that interview you've got next week? Want me to put in the good word for you? No,
3: I do not. I'd like to get the job on my own merits, thank you.
2: Okay, but the offer stands.
3: Hey, Gwen. You see that guy over by the pool table? In the red shirt? Yeah? What about him? I'm pretty sure he was in one of my econ classes in college. I had such a huge crush on him back then, but I was dating... what's his name? Anyway, I never actually talked to him before, just like, hi and hey. Oh my god,
2: he just locked eyes with me. Go already. (laughs) Okay, I'm going. Erin took a big swig of her drink, although she didn't need any liquid courage to begin with. She made her way over to him. He's acting like they know each other. Dude seems kind of suspicious to me. Like, look at Erin. She looks great in her blue dress and he looks like his best friends are the guys working the counter at the gym. He's laughing. Erin's doing that lean-in giggle thing she always does when she's flirting. Ugh, I don't know. He's got a big dumb smile and his stupid hair is styled like he's really trying to impress somebody. He doesn't fool me. He's got bro written all over him. I must have been staring. His eyes dart at me and back to Aaron, and then she looks back at me too. She gives me a wink. She thinks she's so smooth, but she picked a doozy tonight. No way I'm letting this get too far. Okay, there's a break in the action. Looks like Aaron's heading to the restroom. Time to introduce myself. Hey there.
4: Oh, hey. I think I saw you over at the bar.
2: Yeah, you did.
4: Oh. Uh, cool.
2: Listen, bro. I saw you chatting with my sister just now. What's your deal? You looking for a quick score?
4: What? No. Aaron and I had a couple classes together back in college. We know a lot of the same people. I would never.
2: What classes? What's your name?
4: Mike Irwins. I don't know which classes. Probably a business class or something. What does it matter to you? We were just talking.
2: Everything matters to me when it comes to my sister. How old are you, Mike Irwins?
4: 24. That's funny. Aaron didn't mention that she was here with anyone. I never caught your name.
2: It's Gwen. You know, Mike, I saw you chatting up a few other women tonight, too. I don't think Aaron is interested in players, and I don't think you should be interested in Aaron, should you?
4: Is this how you usually get to know someone?
2: Who else were you chatting with tonight, Mike?
4: I'm done with this conversation. I didn't do anything wrong to you or Aaron or anyone else in this bar. Leave me alone.
2: Who else were you chatting with tonight, Mike? And there it is. Took a little bit longer than normal, but I've got his attention now. His pupils dilate. Any tension he held in his shoulders, gone. His furrowed brow begins to smooth over. I glanced around to see if anyone noticed his change in demeanor. Some jock with short black hair appears in my direction. Maybe a friend of Mike's. I give a little smile back. Fake laugh. (laughs) Can't have him coming over here and trying to break Mike free of this. That's better, Mike. So who are you here with tonight?
4: Only me and Georgie tonight.
2: And who's that?
4: My friend and roommate.
2: How very interesting. Does he have black hair? Yes. Got it, got it. Let's give this one more shot. What are your intentions with Aaron tonight?
4: I want to ask her out. Oh, really? Why? We've always had this unspoken attraction between us. Never worked out before, but we're both single and she's super great. Funny, beautiful, you name it.
2: I'm sorry, Mike. Did you say you were going to sleep with Erin tonight and never speak to her again?
4: I was going to sleep with Erin tonight and never speak to her again.
2: That's what I thought you said. What an absolutely barbaric thing to do, Mike. Let's not even entertain that thought. I have a better idea. Why don't you wave goodbye to Georgie over there and head home now? Hmm? It's probably best that you forget all about Erin.
4: That's a great idea, Gwen. I'm going home.
2: Good night. Oh, and Mike? Yes? Who were we just talking about?
4: Um, I don't know. No,
2: oh, no big deal. Good night. I walked back to the bar and sat down. What an asshole. Aaron will be glad to be rid of him. Hey, Gwen? Did you see that
3: guy I was talking to? I told him I'd be right back, but I can't find him. I think he left.
2: Hmm? Oh, red shirt guy. Yeah, he just left a couple minutes ago. Looked like he was kind of in a hurry. Hope everything's okay. Oh, me too. What's wrong? I've been hit on by
3: a lot of jerks, and this guy, he seemed different to me.
2: It's not like you can never find him again. I'm sure he has social media accounts. Did you get his number?
3: He didn't mention his last name, but I think I remember it from class. Evans? I think it's Evans. Damn it! I wish I gave him my number.
2: I'm sorry, Aaron. It's okay. Let me get you another drink. Thanks, Gwen. Don't mention it. Aaron was a bit mopey the rest of the night, and that led to us leaving pretty early, but it was still a nice enough night. She'll get over it. It's not like they were together for months like Paul and I were. They weren't even together at all. Honestly, the whole thing is a little silly.
5: Hold on there. I've got a coupon for that.
6: I'll take all your coupons when I ring up the total, Mrs. Ward.
5: No, no. I prefer we do them as the items are scanned. Then I can be sure it was applied correctly. You do it all at the end, and the machine goes so fast, who knows what it's doing?
2: As you can no doubt tell, it's the next day, and I'm witness to this riveting discussion at the grocery store. It's nauseating. I refuse to be this annoying when I'm old.
6: Okay, so you got 15% off the cat litter.
5: So how much am I paying for it?
6: $8.50.
5: That's not right.
6: Mrs. Ward, this is the $10 litter. It says so right on the front of the box. It's right.
5: Now, I don't know about that. Can I get a price check?
6: Hey, Amy, I need a price check. Yeah, on the Happy Cat $10 litter. Yeah, I'm sure.
2: Oh my god, this woman is the worst. This cashier looks like he's contemplating the exact circumstances that led him to this conversation right now. They need to hire more people. Oh, I'm stuck behind this windbag, and I only have like $50 worth of- Oh, no. I'm fumbling around in my bag. There are my keys, my phone. Oh, damn it. No wallet. What a colossal waste of time.
6: Thanks. Yeah, the $10 litter is $10.
2: Okay.
5: I got it. No need to get snippy about it.
2: I'm not leaving everything here, driving back home for my wallet, and then back to the store to finally get my groceries. Knowing my luck, she'd still be here haggling, but I'm not willing to find out. If time is money, then this old woman owes me a lot of money.
5: Now those were buy two, get one free.
6: Right, but you've got four cans.
5: So how come you're charging me for three?
2: Excuse me.
6: I'll be right with you. Thank you for your patience. Phyllis, please, do you want four cans or only three?
2: I'm so sorry, Phyllis Ward? Do I know you? Oh, yes, you do, remember? It's me, Gwen, from the animal shelter. I don't recall any Gwen from no animal shelter. Please try to remember, Mrs. Ward. It's me, Gwen, from the animal shelter. Too easy. She's calming down. This is going to work as long as this cashier doesn't get in my way. Gwen. Y- yes How are you? I'm doing well, but this is so embarrassing. I've got all these groceries on the belt already, and I left my wallet at home. I- I've got no way to pay for these. Oh no! Yeah, it's quite the predicament. Unless... No, no, never mind.
6: Mrs. Ward, I'm going to finish checking out your groceries, okay?
2: What
5: is it, Gwen?
2: Well, could I put my groceries on your order? That would save me so much trouble. Oh, come on, you oaf. I need her concentration for this to work. He's stopped scanning items and is watching me closely. I gotta be careful here. If I'm too overt, he may call over a manager but I might need to push a little harder if Mrs. Ward keeps putting up any resistance. She's taking forever. I smile politely at him. Maybe that will keep him quiet. I'm sure he'd rather have a beautiful woman pleasantly looking at him rather than being berated by a senior citizen. He still hasn't resumed. Did I find the one cashier in this town who gives a crap about his job and his customers? Oh, I'd love
5: to save you all that trouble. Uh, you can put your groceries on my order.
2: Are, are are you sure, Mrs. Ward? She said she'd cover my items, sir.
6: All due respect, I wasn't asking you. Mrs. Ward, do you want to pay for this woman's groceries?
2: Um this would mean so much to me, Mrs. Ward. It would mean so much to Gwen. So, yes, I will pay for her groceries. Oh, thank you. This dude was staring daggers at me the whole time. I don't get it. This doesn't concern you. It's one customer paying for another customer's groceries. I'm sure it happens all the time. But no, he's gotta stare me down like I reached into her purse and stole her credit card. I guarantee you he's not paid enough for this to bother him, so what's he trying to accomplish? Am I supposed to feel bad about this? I was in a bit of a situation here. I got out of it. Nobody got hurt. Trust me, if you took one look at this woman, you'd know that $45 wasn't going to break the bank for her. I didn't abuse anyone, but if he doesn't lay off whatever it is he's doing, I might. Thank you so much, Mrs. Ward. You're welcome, Gwen.
6: Here, here's your receipt. Have a good day.
2: Thank you. I grab my bags. At least this cashier was competent enough to keep all my items separate from Patricia's. I keep a friendly smile and my eyes trained on him as I walk towards the exit. I could tell that he was trying to figure out exactly what he could do. Did something illegal happen? No. What's he gonna say to his manager? Oh, uh, Patricia paid for her stuff and this other woman's stuff. I think we have to call the cops. Oh my god. I was supposed to meet Aaron over at the dog park like five minutes ago and I still have to drop all this crap off at my place. Ugh. I'll send her a text that I'm running late. Why does this shit only happen to me?
3: Vito, I can't let you off the leash until I close the gate. You also have to be on the inside. Come on. Okay, you're free. Oh, a text from Gwen. Hey, Aaron, running late. Hope Danny enjoys a new dog park. No big deal, Gwen. See you soon.
4: Boomer? Boomer, no.
3: Hey, I know that voice.
4: Hey, I'm sorry. He didn't mean to scare your little guy. He thinks he's playing and he doesn't realize how big he is. It would help if he listened to me too, but I'm merely the dog sitter.
3: Are you kidding? He's adorable. Plus, Vito's got a bit of a Napoleon complex. I'm sure he's not phased at all. I'm so glad we bumped into each other again, Mike. I was worried when you disappeared last night.
4: Oh, um, yeah, no, I'm fine.
3: Good. What did you say his name was?
4: It's uh Boomer.
3: Hey, Boomer. Hey, baby. <laughs> Oh, you're such a good boy. This is Vito. Come on, Vito. Don't be an asshole.
4: That dog doesn't look like a Vito.
3: Of course he does. Vito's just a nickname.
4: Oh, okay. Then what's his real name?
3: Danny DeVito?
4: You named your dog Danny DeVito?
3: He may not look like a Vito, but he definitely looks like a Danny DeVito.
4: Hey. Sorry, I know this is going to be real awkward. Um, you mentioned we were chatting last night, and I don't remember that.
3: You don't remember? We met at the bar and we talked for like 20 minutes. By the pool table.
4: I think you've got me confused with someone else.
3: No, I don't. I remember your face and your voice. You were wearing that red polo shirt. You're Mike, right? Right.
4: Yeah, that's me. So you must know me from somewhere else.
3: We met in college, but we definitely spoke last night. I'm 100% positively sure.
4: In college? Then how come I don't know your name? We must have met at least four or five years ago then.
3: I'm Aaron. Aaron Miller? No?
4: I'm sorry. Aaron. I'm not trying to be rude or anything. This is actually really embarrassing, and if I could have avoided this awkwardness, I would have. It's just, you said my name earlier like you really knew me. It's so strange, because I feel like I know you too, from somewhere, and you're telling me that I do know you, but I swear to you, I I don't.
3: Hey, Mike? Yeah? Do you remember talking to anyone else last night?
4: Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of people. Like who? My roommate and his sister. Some guys I used to work with.
3: Anybody
2: else?
4: The bartender? Sounds like you've got someone specific in mind.
2: Hey there! Hang on to Vito a sec. I'm gonna unlock the gate and come in. Sorry everybody. I'm sure you all missed the sound of my voice, but I don't think even I could spy up restocking my fridge. Luckily, it didn't take too long. I headed in Aaron's direction. She was with some other guy with his massive dog, probably flirting her ass off again. Hold up. I know him. Oh, that's Mike from the bar. This could get ugly.
3: Hey, Gwen. This is Mike. We went to college together. Mike, this is my
2: sister, Gwen. Hi, Mike. How are you?
4: Good. Thank you. You said your sister's? The resemblance didn't tip you off? No, it's not that. It's the funniest thing. Erin was telling me that we know each other, but I don't remember her.
2: That is funny. Well, you do meet so many people while in school. Not so strange that you forget a few. Though, really, forgetting Erin?
4: No, that's not what I meant. It's funny because you're acting like you don't know me, but I remember you. I think we met last night at the bar.
2: No, that is funny. Don't you think, Gwen? I suppose we could have met. I was sitting at the bar for a while. Maybe we spoke for a minute while you were getting a drink.
4: That doesn't sound right. I'm sorry. It's like I'm having this mental block of last night. Maybe I was drugged or something.
3: Gwen, did you speak to Mike last night? I don't think so. Gwen! What? I said I don't remember. You would remember, Gwen, because I was with you the whole night except for a couple of minutes. Did you talk to Mike while I was in the bathroom? No, I swear.
4: A hey, Boomer, easy.
3: Mike, what's the last thing you remember doing last night before you left?
4: I think it was meeting your sister.
3: He's lying. Gwen, how could you? Why would you do this? You always told me you only did it in extreme circumstances when you could do something good with your power.
2: Did you just get jealous? Do you want me to fail? Mike, would you tell Erin she's mistaken? Don't do it again! What is wrong with you? I was trying to protect
4: you! Boomer, let's go. I'm sorry for whatever this is. I didn't mean anything by it.
3: I told you I don't want your help like this. Ever. And I definitely don't want you to sabotage me. You gave Mike amnesia
2: all because you somehow thought that was... In my best interest? You don't know what you need. You never did. I had to look out for you every step of the way. Boomer! Get away from me! Boomer, no I'm jumping! My head is killing me. How long was I out? These two stupid dogs are snuggling and sleeping next to me, so it must have been a while. Where's Aaron and Mike? I slowly sat up. They were both standing exactly where they were before I hit my head. They were completely still. What happened? Neither one of them moved or even acknowledged that I had said anything. They had to have heard me. I was three feet away. Aaron, what happened? What happened was,
3: Boomer got excited by the yelling and jumped on you. You hit your head on the ground.
2: How long was I laying there? Hello? Aaron. I'm talking to you. How long was I laying there? You were laying there for about 30 minutes. Aaron, what's the matter with you? The matter with me is nothing. Why are you talking like that? Something was very, very off. I glanced down the hill at the playground. There are young parents watching their children go down slides and enjoying the swings. They were totally unaware of the two motionless people that had been standing no more than 100 yards away from them for the past half an hour. I'm going to my car to get some ibuprofen. You two better knock this off. This isn't funny. I could have been really hurt while you did nothing. I headed towards the gate and walked through. I latched it behind me and looked back, both of them unmoving, staring off into space. What a sick joke. I got no more than a few steps down the hill when a voice finally pierced the silence. Gwen, oh my god, are you okay?
3: Gwen, how did you get over there? You hit your head and then suddenly you disappeared
2: and showed up outside the dog park. I'm so glad you're okay. That was so scary. What do you mean I disappeared? I got up a few minutes ago and we had a conversation. I told you I was going to my car. No, you didn't. You fell and you didn't say anything.
4: She's right, Gwen. I saw the whole thing. Boomer gets a bit too rowdy around yelling. Are you okay?
3: Nobody asked you, Mike. I'm fine. Mike, I have to go. Gwen hit her head pretty hard. I gotta make sure she's all right.
4: Totally. I'm headed out too, but I'm this way. I'll see you around.
3: Come on, Vito. (coughs) Gwen, would you get the gate for us?
2: Sure. Aaron scooped up Vito and took a few steps towards me, and then she stopped cold. Exactly like before. Vito looked very uncomfortable and he was trying to get down, but Aaron didn't even notice. Aaron, what are you doing? There was no answer. My headache was getting worse. My heart started to beat faster and faster. Slowly, I took one step away from Aaron, and then another, and then another. Vito, no, get back here. Be right there, Gwen. I kept taking steps backward. I didn't want Aaron to get lost again if she got too close to me. While she was chasing Vito, I decided to run, I sprinted down the hill towards the playground. Each of the swings suddenly lost momentum one by one as I passed the children on them.
3: Gwen, wait! Why are you running?
2: I couldn't turn around and look at her. I'd only see the pain on her face before she got close enough to me to feel nothing at all. I got into my car, but before I could even put my key in the ignition, I realized my problems were just beginning. How could I drive home without condemning others to an unfeeling end as they lost their ability to operate a car? I've always been special. I've always had this gift. But it was a lot more fun when I was in control of it. I looked down at my phone, which was about to become one of the only ways I could have a human conversation ever again. The rest of the time, I'm on my own. Even in a crowd of thousands.
1: Gwen Miller, a woman with the ability to persuade and control, will now experience life in a bubble of her own making, where she'll occasionally play with her dolls and reminisce about the days when they were real boys and girls instead of Pinocchios. She'll explain over and over through letters and email and calls and texts that she wishes she could see you in person again, but only if you're willing to take a very forgettable trip to Dark Valley.
0: This has been Episode 5, The Many Wounds of Gwen Miller. This episode was written by Mark Zurich and directed by Elsbeth Denman. Gwen was played by Mary McNulty. Aaron was played by Claire Liu. Mike was played by Ryan Hemstock. The Clerk was played by James Malloy. Phyllis was played by Jane Mandel. The narrator was played by Mark Zurich. Dark Valley is produced and edited by Elspeth Denman, with special thanks to James Malloy. This podcast is recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. It is made possible by the generous support of our patrons at patreon.com, including Ryan Asthemer, Charlie Neal, Joshua Denman, Callie Ann, Mary Ann Menjack, Madeline Denman, and Michael Bowman. Next time on Dark Valley.
5: Jenna, do you think Zoe has been acting strange lately? No, I don't think so. Not since her lunch issue at school a few weeks ago. She's been quieter around me lately. You were pretty upset with her. You know she can be a little sensitive. I'm sure she just needs some time. Hasn't she had some time, though? Kristen, when we got home that day, I don't think you've ever yelled at her like that before. I know. I was embarrassed, and I let it get the better of me. She's six. She's going to embarrass you. And I'm sure you'll return the favor when she gets older. (laughs) Zoe! Dinner time!
0: Hey, are you okay? Yeah, just nervous. To learn more about our show, please visit darkvalleypod.com.